Welcome to Arch Rivals Football, sponsored by Raz Energy and Steiner Sports. Here is your starting lineup. Number 20, Darnell the Playmaker Salins. Number 94, Alex the Bearman Alcazaz. Number 69, Ricky the Prez Litwinkowicz. And in tribute to our fallen colleague, Arch Rivals Football, Ring of Honor member, Alex Fleming. This show is a Pain Train Pipe Bomb production. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Arch Rivals Football, Season 3, Week 9. My God, Week 9. Bearman, what's doing? How's it going, everybody? So apparently, uh, week nine has been a uh, clusterfuck for not mm-hmm. not only uh, certain players, but uh, some teams are getting the uh, ultimate clusterfuck going on. Aaron Rodgers. We'll start off with him first before we get to Thursday Night Football. Said he was immunized, not vaccinated, and now is currently out of the game tomorrow versus the Chiefs. His new latest uh, BS line is the uh, fact that he is allergic to the elements of the global bastard vaccine. But it doesn't end there, Mr. Ricky. Go for it, Bearman. Because apparently, well, I don't know if if this is because of this whole situation, but a few hours ago, it was announced that a Wisconsin healthcare organization cut ties with Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Boo-hoo for for Mr. Uh, A-Ron. A-Rod. Whatever. Um... God knows how bad the Packers are going to get hit with all sorts of fines, lost draft picks, maybe A-Rod getting uh, suspended. That would be a very, very interesting uh, deal with that, by the way. I will say this, though. As we look at uh, Thursday Night Football, by the way, I did forget to put in my pick on ESPN, so somebody got an advantage without me even looking at it. A uh, scallywagging event happened on Thursday evening where the uh, New York Jets traveled to Indianapolis to take on the Indianapolis Colts, and the Indianapolis Colts smoked the New York Jets like a bad cigar, 45-30. to 30. Uh, the majority of that 30 points was uh, scored in garbage time. Your uh, your outlook on this game? Well, I obviously am a little bit dumbfounded because, you know, with that little bit of momentum that the Jets had, I thought this game could have turned out a little bit different. I still had the Colts winning regardless, but apparently, I guess maybe a lot of people were a little bit too sold on the Jets. I mean, can't take away the fact that they beat the Bengals, but 
I thought the Jets would build on it, and obviously they didn't. Well, due to a sudden, unfortunate injury to uh, Turnpike Mike, um, it says you're muted. I don't know how you're muted. It was going through on my desktop audio. Um, mm. I, I do know that the chat is very small. I have to make that a little bit bigger. Okay. Well, everything's. Uh, can you hear me fine? Um, I hear you fine. Everything else is going through on the desktop audio. Oh, wait, okay. No, the critical Broncos fan says the volume, his volume was off. Ah, uh, <laughs> listen, it, it, it was already bad enough that we're already an hour late because of technical issues. So, uh, you know, yeah. all right, but anyway, um, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, Turnpike Mike got hurt on the second drive of the game and unfortunately could not finish. Um, that sounds like some real bad sexual innuendo thingy going on. But uh, I will say this, though. Even though it was garbage time, Josh Johnson uh, on his 13th ever NFL team, I uh, did throw for three scores. And he did cost me my pick, by the way, for the Jets plus 11. Uh, because if he didn't throw the pick on that last drive, I would have won the pet would have won the uh, almighty moolah. But uh, no, thank you, Josh Johnson, for throwing an interception. I will say this though, it was incredibly impressive by the Indianapolis Colts to score on six of their first seven drives, obviously resorting into uh, forty-two points, and the. Uh, the run game was pretty impressive as well. It certainly was, and you know, and to the critical Broncos fan, brother, no, no need for apologies, brother. It's it's not your fault. This stuff happens. You know, life is stressful, and sometimes these little details we don't even think about it. It happens, brother. But hey, we're glad that we're glad you're on, brother. We're glad to have you on. Also, and- also know as uh, Jason Rodriguez pops in the uh, chat here. Um, I'm extremely exhausted, by the way. I had a long-ass day. I have been up since 6.30 this morning. Uh, I'm officially reaching the uh, 12-hour and 15-minute mark of being awake. So if there are sudden pauses for me yawning, I apologize. I'm going to green screen my mistake by showing you the invisible can of Monster that I'm drinking. Currently, right now, this is probably the utterly sickest fucking can of monster ever, with the logo you, and put on it. You know what? Even if you yawn, the, the what everybody should obviously think of is you know what? Ricky is here, whether he's tired or not. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this before we uh, go on any further. All right. Now, um, I've spoke to that critical Broncos fan about this. I've spoke to my my guys about this before we go on with any right more of the show. That if you do watch the show and you participate in our picks, it is purely for recreational purposes. If you do at some a point any uh, use any of our advice or our looks on the games, um, and we do currently find out about it, uh, there will be some type of legal action taken. Uh, we are not here for anybody to. Um, take advantage of us. We are here to give you the outlooks of the games, our opinions of the games, and our picks of the games. So, um, again, uh, lawyers have been spoken to, and that is all been kind of 
put to the forefront of the way life is. And another thing, you want to keep me awake? Get some people in here, comment, share it out, like and follow and share everything on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We are there all the time. And I know Mr. Jason Rodriguez just did a uh, 24-hour stream. So, yes. But uh, please get some people in here. When you share it out, tell them to comment because I would love to have uh, conversations with everybody. All right. First game on the uh, 1 o'clock slate. It is the Dirty Birds. Traveling down to the Big Easy. Atlanta, New Orleans, 1 o'clock on Fox. And uh, and I'll tell you how unprepared I really am, is I don't even have the lines for tomorrow. This is how tired I am. This is, this is embarrassing. My well, apologies. If you need the covers and the win percentages, my friend, I've got them right well, here. Well, I will g- give me give me those numbers first, and then we'll kind of discuss the uh, the game a little bit. All right, and we are starting off with Atlanta and New Orleans. So you tell me when you're ready, my friend. Go for it. Well, got the New Orleans Saints by six. The cover is fifty seven percent, with the win sixty three percent, and not surprising. That's both for the Saints. Well, the Saints are a uh, six point favorite at home. I will uh, go on the whim. There's no Jameis Winston. We still have no Taysom Hill. Welcome Brandon Sanders to the show. We're talking some football, bro. Join the conversation. Much appreciated. The more the merrier. Well, speaking of speaking of Taysom Hill, it was actually said that Trevor Simeon would start over him, even if he does come back. Hmm. I, I really don't know if I like my chances with uh, Taysom Hill either way. Let's be honest. I mean, I, I'm really. Taysom Hill's a good, a good player, but, but I, if Trevor Simeon could keep the Saints alive against the Bucks, I think you stick with Trevor Simeon. I'm not sure, my man. I, I, again, last week yeah. the Falcon game went down the toilet because Matt Ryan cut his hand open. He looked like the uh, fountain of blood youth, and was just bleeding all over the place. And that was kind of a little maybe a downfall for him not being able to throw the football. But again, like th- this, this, this is the Saints now with the defense a lot better than it was last year. Uh, oh, yeah. It stunk. The offense is a little bit better. Uh, there is no uh, no Michael. What's his name for the rest of the season? Michael, though? Michael Thomas. There is no Michael Thomas for the rest of the season. As we get uh, we get the uh, playmaker in here. There he is. He's very loud too. Good. So, uh, Darnell, what's your uh, your output on the uh, Saints Falcons? He's gone numb. Can you hear me? Yeah, we yep. can hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. All right. Was good. Saints Falcons, my man. Saints Falcons rivalry after the world. Saints don't like the Falcons. Falcons don't like the Saints. It's a rivalry. Trevor Seaman is getting the start. I'm picking the Saints. (laughs) 
What do you got, Bear Man? Who are you going? Well, I'm I want to say something. You know, Trevor Simeon, you know, when John was on my show, Cowboys Talk, a couple of days ago to preview this uh, game against uh, Denver and Dallas, we spoke a little bit about, about Mr. Simeon. And John actually said that since the since the retirement of Mr. Peyton Manning, Trevor Simeon's actually been the best quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Now, let's not okay, ignore the fact Trevor Simeon is better than he looks. He's actually a good quarterback. And we saw what we could do with against the Buccaneers, but this time he comes in as the starter. It's a it's a different situation. Like this time he like that time he just came in like that, but he still played good. So now we're gonna see what he does coming in as the starter, like practicing all week, getting the first two reps. So this is gonna be a test for Mr. Simeon, and I think he's gonna do just fine because he's being coached by Mr. Sean Payton, who's a great coach. The offense of New Orleans is out there. I mean, without Michael Thomas, it'll be difficult. The Saints defense is good. So, give me the Saints. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Saints covering with the six. I really do think that the the, the Saints defense is going to be more of the prominence part than I think the Saints offense will be. And I think it's going to be one of those things that uh, I, I maybe it's maybe it may be a blessing in disguise for the Saints at this point. I, I I'm not even sure. I do have a question for you, gentlemen. First of all, I'll say, hey, Lars, what's going on, brother? We also have uh, Dimitri's in the chat. We got Don Thaxton in the chat. Guys, we are talking NFL football for the next hour and change. Get as many of your friends, your family, your coworkers, like anybody you think that would love to sit here and talk some NFL football with us. More the merrier, my friends, because uh, that's what we do. But I got a question for you, gentlemen. This is regarding to the to the what happened to Mr. Matt Ryan. Well, you mentioned he got cut, right? So obviously he got cut bad if he bled. That yeah, he bad. did. He was a bloody sib. Is this gonna affect him in this game too? Like, what was he bleeding from his throwing hand? Um, I'm pretty sure whatever injury it was that was uh, cut open at this point, uh, is probably been stitched, butterflied, crazy glued, aka Sabu. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a closed wound by now, so I don't think it's going to affect him as much. Um, do also, and then it gets like that. But, but do also remember again, uh, for all those people out there, Calvin Ridley is not playing. Okay, mm-hmm. the first person that I hear give him a fucking problem, I'm stabbing them in the neck with a ballpoint pen, and I'm twisting it around in your jugular. Leave Calvin Ridley alone. Okay? Fair warning right now. I mean, all I can say is I myself have my struggles with mental health. So, you know, it's tough. So, I mean, that's all I'm going to say is like that. But, but yeah, going to this game, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, and my advice to Miss Ridley, take your time. Take your time. But, yeah, this game, I have to go with the Saints. I mean, Kyle Pitts, I expected him to have a good game last week, but that didn't happen. With the Saints defense, he he could have a good game. He may, he might not. Listen, they they're gonna we double team. They 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 should have the right of double teaming him all day long yeah. if that's the case. Matt Matt Ryan's is gonna have a is gonna have a rough day in the office. I can tell you that. All right, I gave the floor to Alex uh, the other day. I'll let him lead off with this one here. Just so happens to be Denver at Dallas, one p.m. Eastern time on Fox. This one here should be a uh, dandy 
for the uh, Dallas Cowboys fans? Alex? Not exactly. Because, number one, the last – take a wild guess. When You know when the last time the Cowboys beat the Broncos, Ricky? Take how a wild long, guess. How long ago, Alex? Well, I'll tell you this. You were a teenager when it, when it last happened. 1995 oh. was oh the my last God, time I the, was, the Cowboys beat the Broncos. I was 18. Ooh. <laughs> On the verge of adulthood. <laughs> Some people well, weren't were, even born yet. Yeah, I was only two years old, and I probably just made you feel old. But the Cowboys have not had their way with the Broncos since then. The Broncos are, have beaten the Cowboys six straight times. And the last time those two met, the Broncos destroyed them. And you know who's that? And you know who was a quarterback for the Broncos, right? Uh, not Peyton Manning. Uh, no, 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 no. Trevor, Trevor Simeon. Oh shit! But the Cowboys just got destroyed. I mean, you know, I know John. You know, John spoke about how he missed the that a one hundred yard interception return. But the Cowboys are a different team, and so are the Broncos. I think at this point, for the Broncos, and John mentioned this on the show, that I think Brandon McManus is the only player left from the Super Bowl winning team. Wow. Unless there's something else I'm missing. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, even John made sure. I think he was firm that I think McManus is the only player left. And the Cowboys from that team from 2017, there's more players now. They're more talented. Now, the Cowboys obviously are the favorites by at least 10, but I'm not – I told this on the show. I'm not ruling out the Broncos no matter what the circumstances. If the Cowboys have go everything right, the Cowboys win 38-21, but the Broncos are going to challenge. Teddy Bridgewater is going to challenge, but I'm still going with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, you know, all, all, all the defense is going to have to sack the quarterback, but I think it's going to start out a little bit challenging, but I think the Cowboys are going to run with it. In the second half, it's going to be different. Broncos are going to be too overwhelmed. Darnell, what do you got, uh, Denver and uh, Dallas? All right, hold on. Is everybody on the Saints? Uh, yep. Yeah, I think everybody was on the Saints, yeah. Sorry if I took too long with this Cowboys one, guys. Sorry. I ain't nothing you said, to be honest. <laughs> Had to lead it wrong. Nothing to say? <laughs> so, uh, actually, no, because of who did the Broncos that traded away? Vaughn Miller. Exactly. Who the Cowboys are getting back? Bear Cowboys. Who, who, Cowboys. Who are they getting back? Cowboys got. What are they getting back? Oh, Dak who Prescott. Cow- that's Dak Prescott. Need, that's all I need to know. Okay. But I got. But I do got one. Okay, I do have one question for you, playmaker. And this is also for you, Ricky. Do you think it's going to be the Cowboys running game or the passing game that's going to be the major factor for Dallas? Doesn't matter. Let's keep in mind, Denver is second in points allowed. But then again, who did who who have they played? That's worth the that's worth the shit. They Denver is no match for the Cowboys, okay? Okay. Well, I'll put it this way. Vegas has the Cowboys as a nine and a half point favorite. Now, if you are just tuning into our show, you've never seen the show. We do not believe in half points. Half points is like getting your the tip of your dick pricked. It doesn't fucking happen. Okay? So we always bump it up to the next number, which means that the Dallas Cowboys would be favored by 10. Okay? Obviously. I... I have lost complete faith in Teddy Bridgewater. That's one. Two, yes, Jerry Judy is going to be back for this game. However, I don't think that's going to make any difference whatsoever. Because, uh, yeah, this is for certain defensive back. His, his last name is Diggs. 
and he's going to be trailing him the entire game. So Corlin Sun will be out there. So a, will Melvin Gordon. Exactly. So Denver, 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 unless they somehow get the uh, hand of God, I don't see has very much of a chance against the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Corlin Sun and Gordon are Broncos, not Cowboys. <laughs> I again, I think that the offensive firepower, including the return of Mr. Uh, Prescott, or you know what, even if it's Cooper Rush, I think that that's going to be a very, very big deal. They have a two-headed monster at, at running back. The receiving core still good. The defense has tremendously stepped up since Week One against Tampa. I really, I really feel that Dallas could probably actually run away with this, and I don't think offensively, Denver has enough firepower. Dallas's defense had their best game against uh, Minnesota, even though they didn't force a turnover. I mean, they forced those stops. I mean, they made they made Kirk Cousins look bad. Well, Cowboys defense have a history of doing that. Honestly, De- Denver. Uh, uh, there are comments about uh, maybe Denver trying to tank. Um, I don't think uh, tanking is going to be an option for them because even if they do tank the rest of the year, I think they're probably going to be fifth or sixth in the draft, maybe. Being the fact that they started off the uh, the year beating uh, three teams at a combined zero and nine record. Man, look at Mr. Rodriguez's prediction. He has the Cowboys winning seventeen to ten. Um, I think it's going to be more like thirty seven to ten. I mean, I don't. I, again, I don't see Denver's defense stopping both Zeke and uh, Pollard. I don't. Sorry. I just, I just feel at the point where the Bron- you just can't count out the Broncos. But we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, I think we're good on this game. So we're all going with Cal- We're all going with Dallas. Yes. Now here is the intriguing game of the week. Yes, I have to say intriguing. I am currently wearing all of my Patriots gear. Unfortunately, I'm not wearing a jersey, but I am wearing my Patriots gear. It is New England at Carolina, 1 p.m. on CBS. Thank God the Jets uh, played on Thursday night because I could actually possibly watch this game on regular TV. Uh, The return of Christian McCaffrey. Possible. Possible. Game time decision. It is uh, Gilmore's first game against the Patriots uh, since being traded. He's been on the field the last two weeks. We have the odds line of New England being the favorite at four points. New England is a road favorite. Is this assuming that Mr. McCaffrey does not play? I, I'm sure that this line probably will change if McCaffrey does play. However, I am just going to say it that regardless of whether he plays, he's not going to be in full capacity, meaning they will pro- probably limit him throughout the game. Probably. Doesn't even matter. Ricky, yes. Does it, does it even matter? I, I, I actually do believe it matters. Uh, first off, there's no Sam Darnold, so it's uh, PJ Walker at quarterback. Uh, that's a uh, very questionable spot for the game. Uh, I, again, I don't think um, I, if, if McCaffrey is not in there, the Panthers are sunk. The Panthers, it don't matter. 
I mean, at this point, I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. That's why. That's why I asked you that. No, no, McCa- no, McCaffrey, no Darnold. Yeah, yeah. So in Darnold's case, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It like doesn't the, matter. Like the Rocker would say, it, it doesn't matter what we think. This week, you can't pay against your team, so I'm on the Patriots. Yeah, and Addis is on the Patriots too. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I, I don't think they cover though. At four points, I don't. I don't think New England covers. The, the, the Carolina defense is still a decently big force to deal with. Now they have Gilmore. The question is, who is Gilmore covering? Uh, there are quite a few options on there. For all I know, he could be covering Jacoby Myers and leaving Bourne and Aguilar. Like again, like the combinations are really a weird deal. However, I think the biggest parts of it all now is that the tight end group for the Patriots are starting to kick in, which means linebackers have to start covering, and that could be a problem. I mean, it is what it is, but... But, I am, uh, but I'm going to probably take Carolina getting the points, though. At four. It's definitely I mean, a game that I, I'm going to want to pay attention to. Well, again, the Jets played on Thursday night, so I am just so happy to look out that I may actually be able to watch it on TV. I mean, I'm debating, no, should, I, the should, I start, should I start Mr. Jacoby Myers? Possibly. Over, Possibly. Over, Cor- over Cortland Sutton? Yeah, so I asked Mr. Critical Broncos fan, should I bench Cortland Sutton in favor of Mr. Jacoby Myers? Oh, that's a rough That's a rough pick. Darnell, I mean, what do you bench- think of that? I mean, I'm not benching Robert Woods. No, I wouldn't do that. Nor am I benching C.D. Lamb. All right, we're missing Mr. Braverman for this uh, segment. The Minnesota Vikings, 1 o'clock on Fox, are going down to Crabland, Maryland, Baltimore <laughs> Ravens, hosting the Vikings. The Vikings offer that uh, somewhat embarrassing. I did not take advantage of the Dallas Cowboys game on uh, Sunday Night Football this week. We have uh, Minnesota as a six-point favorite in the game. Baltimore uh, spot in six. Wait, who did you say was a favorite? Who did you say was favorite? Baltimore is Baltimore's giving six, so Baltimore technically would be the favorite, and Minnesota okay. would be the dog. I was going to say. I read it wrong. I'm fucking 13 hours <laughs> in. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, it's not your fault, Ricky. It wasn't. I, I was going to say sure. Vegas lost a mind. I was like, I want to make sure. I'm not dreaming, am I? No, I, 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 you know what? In a perfect world, maybe Minnesota should be favorite, but you know, that's not happening. Okay, well, the problem is, okay, you know, the 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 Vikings, Mike Zimmer, the head coach, made a serious mistake last week on the Cowboys' touchdown drive, burning two consecutive timeouts. And actually, it's not that I learned something; I was reminded of something. You can't do that. So right now, you know, and we thought that Mike McCarthy was going to have coach himself, but it turns out Mike Mike Zimmer took that honor, but by well by my horrible clock management. But so in other words, he got the bonehead award of the week. I mean, if you want to say so, I mean, burning two consecutive timeouts, and you know, and and then and then having one timeout left, and then Vikings get tackled inside the inside the field, which means you know, if you get tackled in, the clock keeps going, but. Mike Zimmer's gonna have to prove himself in this one. I mean, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, the Baltimore defense. It, it, I'm sure Kirk Cousins is gonna have a hard time, but you know, it, it's it's gonna be a matter of where if if the Minnesota offense could be both balanced with the passing game and the running game. 
The defense might do its job for a while, but it, it could get overwhelming. I mean, this defense could not beat Cooper Rush. I mean, they, they were beating on him at first, but Cooper Rush emerged when it mattered. So let's well, not forget that. Am I wrong in saying that Baltimore is coming off the bye week? No, they came off bye week. Oh, they're coming off a bye week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so because the they got uh, they they pretty much got embarrassed by the Cincinnati Bengals the week before. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, I think okay, that's going to be kind of uh, one of those things where the Ravens are going to want to do something uh, effective for the game. Check this out. As a matter of fact, check this out. I'm actually reading this uh, a little article. Three reasons the Vikings will beat the Ra the Ravens. Should I just go ahead and, sh and, and tell y'all? Share that one for everybody. Okay. Well, reason number one: the Ravens will give up passing yards. Reason number two, and, I, and I'm going to get straight to the point: Minnesota's third down defense is good. Reason number three, gentlemen. Is that some coaches are figuring it out? Is is that John Harbaugh or is that Mike Zimmer figuring what out? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I don't get. Figure, figuring what out? I I, 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 I will, I will go out on the limb and say that they are figuring Baltimore out. Obviously. Oh, okay. Well, right. here's the problem. Gonna, too, like, I, they, they can believe it. They, they ain't happening. What also hurt Minnesota is the is the old school conservative play calling. <laughs> Conservative play calling at this point is not worth trying because it just doesn't work. This is not the 90s anymore. I mean, I don't know if conservative play calling works the same way in Minnesota that it did with, uh, with the Cowboys under the, the coaching of Jason Garrett. See, the, pro the problem is, is that, once again, I think if the run game is not effective, if Dalvin Cook cannot get out of his own way, then, uh, then that's, that's pretty much the deal. Again, like it's, it's one of those things that if it's if it's not if it's not working and you can't adapt on the fly, then that's where the Vikings get screwed, because they they are again the same way almost based around like the Tennessee Titans, because you base your game around one guy. Titans base their game around King Henry. The Vikings try to base their game around Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook opens up the, the the play action, and if you don't have a, a healthy play action pass, you can't do you you can't have a healthy passing game. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Ravens, but I'm gonna say the Vikings are gonna try hard. But I mean, Kirk Cousins could have a good game, but the Vikings defense is out there. But like I said, the in Minnesota's case, they need a balanced offense, which means the passing game and the running game needs to be effective. If that doesn't happen, then that's going to hurt their chances big time. But I have to go with the Ravens. Darnell, what do you got? Well, you know what's interesting? This is not a primetime game, too. Um, he, he lost another primetime game last week. I, I hate to say it. I'm glad this is not a primetime game. Why? Because Kirk Cousins won't be embarrassed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in his case, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you, you really, you really think Minnesota deserves to be on prime time? Well, that's that's the unfortunate thing is that the schedule comes out and we have no clue who's who's really going to be a viable uh, a team to play anyway. I mean, how many crap games that we have already had to deal with for the for the uh, the year so far? I don't know. As of late, I think Baltimore's defense is a little bit uh, susceptible to a lot of shit. I think they're kind of getting a little overrun. Yeah. 
But the, so I guess in that question is, can the Vikings defense handle the Baltimore offense? Nope. Again, you got to contain Lamar Jackson. If they, if if somehow, yeah. if somehow, and you look at look at the game, go back to, to Cincinnati, because uh, then you know they lost the week after to the Jets. But if you look at that game there, how well did they really contain Lamar Jackson? Mm, I don't know. I really don't think that the the Minnesota defense is anything close to the to the Bengals defense. No. So. I, I think I think by now I'm convinced Darnell is going with the Ravens. Yep. So am I. All right. And they'll cover the six points. Okay. Here's where we have some fun. The Battle of Ohio. Cleveland Browns versus the Cincinnati Bengals. Obviously, there was news yesterday that uh, Mr. Odell Beckham Jr. has been released from the Turd Bowls and uh, will be hitting free agency and the waiver wire on Monday. Now... I was asked by quite a few people about the OBJ deal. Do we go out and sign OBJ? And I was like, you know what? Let him clear waivers first. And here's why. In the next two years, Mr. OBJ is a $12 plus million cap hit for 2022 and almost a $15 million cap hit for 2023. Do you want that kind of cap hit on your head? Absolutely not. Sign it, let him hit the waiver wire, let him clear, and then everybody can get into the uh, cockfight and try to sign OBJ. Speaking of OBJ, I'm not surprised, but of course there are Cowboy fans that are flirting with the idea. I'm like, no, 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 we're not getting OBJ. Just wanted to get that out of the way because, of course, not surprising. They're going to flirt with the idea. But in this point, well, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, is ba- So I, I'm, I'm guessing Baker Mayfield is going to start. In all likelihood, he's starting. Uh, okay. I will I will say this, though. I think that that boat has sailed with, with Baker. Because Darnell, Baker, sorry, Baker, Baker has come out and said that he was uh, overstressed with OBJ on the field. I think that's an option that possibly is a very big piece of their offense that just walked right out the door, even though he's done shit all year. I believe Darnell mentioned last uh, earlier this week when we recapped that, that Baker Mayfield has like a tear or a separation in his shoulder, I think. Yes, well, to, I mean, but it's in his uh, non-throwing shoulder. It's not in his it's throwing it, shoulder. It's it, in his it's non-throwing okay. shoulder. Okay. At the same time, it's still risk because if he gets hit and he falls on the ground on that shoulder, I mean that that that's only going to worsen it. And you, look, whether it's the throwing shoulder or not, you need your starting quarterback as healthy as possible. Like you need him a hundred percent. So it's already a risk. He's not hundred percent, but he's playing. So okay you know and uh, speaking of the browns uh mr jack uh, conklin has been placed on the injured reserve although the bengals won't be with an all pro uh, tackle i'm not sure ex- i'm not sure exactly who who that that is that that's out for uh, cincinnati but <sighs> because it is in cincinnati now as far as the running game goes is kareem hunt still hurt 
Uh, I believe he is still hurt. However, they do have Chubb. Uh, they have yeah, Dearness yeah, Johnson still. And uh, Johnson tore that shit up last week. So two weeks in a row, he's actually shown that he's, he is an NFL running back. Uh, again, like this is this is probably one of those games where you get the uh, the asshole torn because you can go pretty much either way with the game, and Cincinnati is a three point favorite at home. Well, they are in Cincinnati. <sighs> Miles, I mean Miles Garrett on that Cleveland defense is certainly going to be one to get after. Uh, Cincinnati scoreback for, uh, for the, sorry the the name uh, off the it, it, my head's kind of spinning, Mister Mister Joe Burrow. Uh, man, I'm a yeah I'm having a hard time on this one, but I guess I'm gonna have to go Cincinnati because they're the home team. I mean it's not gonna be easy, but and Cincinnati's like Cincinnati's embarrassed after losing the Jets. They don't want to lose two straight games, so the Jets are I mean so the Bengals are pretty fucking mad. Darno, do we believe in the Cincinnati Bengals or no? And a hush falls over the crowd. Repeat that. Do we believe the Cincinnati Bengals are for real or no? Yep. So, where do where, what do you have as the uh, Browns versus Bengals? I am going to go with the turd burglars. Baker Mayfield is going to find a way to screw the game up. I I, I don't think they're late in the game. I I don't believe that they are going to be sitting there having Baker throw the ball. You got you got your your leading rusher back in Chubb. I think he looked good last week. Again, they. I don't think anybody on the Browns looked good. They looked like liquid diarrhea last week. <laughs> and that was against the Steelers, too. Again, the Steelers are a little bit more of a formidable team than the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, who have gone to show that they are not foolproof. I don't believe they are totally for real yet. At this point, if you, if you dropped such a game against the New York Jets, like the way they, they did, then they again they should have probably steamrolled the Jets. I'm not even joking when I said that they should have steamrolled the Jets, and the Jets gave them fits. So I don't believe that they are totally for real yet. And since Cleveland's got a really good run game, I'm pretty sure that they can average at least maybe 4.7 or 5.1 yards per carry against the uh, Bengals. Okay. Buffalo at Jacksonville. Quickly, go. Okay, don't all speak at once. <laughs> okay. Do we need to speak at all? That's yeah, what I'm do saying. We, do, yeah, yeah. Do we need to speak at all? Well, here's your here is your line for the game. It is Buffalo minus fifteen under over forty eight. And this game's in Buffalo. No, this game's in Jacksonville. Okay. They get one weather. Yep. I, I I agree with John. I think Josh Allen's got a. Uh, I think he has his period. <laughs> he's gonna be. He's gonna be fucking bloody murder. 
Yeah, so that's why I have Buffalo winning 35-13. 30, only 35? I mean... I, I said they I, go to 45. I will, I will give the Jaguars a little bit of mercy, but... The problem is I'm not Josh Allen. So the real question is, is, is Josh Allen and the Buffalo offense willing to do it? Who, who, who? I doubt I doubt it. But Which which Buffalo player buries Trevor Lawrence? Oh, boy. Yes, I said that. I'm not sure about on the defense, but I'll tell you what. I believe on the offense, I believe that Mr. Knox well, – Knox, is, is he healthy or is he still hurt? Uh, game time decision. Okay. If he was fully healthy, I would say Knox is going to be the game is going to be the factor. But since we don't know that, but I believe that Emmanuel Sanders is actually going to have a, a good a good one. Man, saying better have one. He was shut out last week. Shut yeah, out. Well, that's one reason too. So he's licking, licking his chops. You're playing against a bad Jaguars team. You know, it's a it's a bad team. You, those catches mean something. It gives you a bit of pride. You're playing football. So I think Sanders is actually going to have a good game. And no, he's not on my fantasy team. I'm just saying. Sanders is going to have a good game. Apparently, I, uh, John said that Knox is still out. I read on before it was a game-time decision, so I'm not even sure. I can care less right now. I can because I don't have a tight end for tomorrow. All right, next up. Well, did you, did you guys put in – did you guys officially yeah, put in picks? It's Buffalo. Okay. What, what, what is up with you and – did you make your officially pick? We all know who we going. Okay, Darnell, when I was in that situation, you did that too. You would ask me if I officially made a pick, all right? Because that was a game that we had to choose, and me and Ricky split, so you had to break the tie. <sighs> it doesn't matter. All righty. Ain't, ain't no time this week. All right, let's move on. Uh, we have Houston at Miami. The battle of the turd burglars once again. You know, the bruised peach, the oh uh, throw-up game, the game that will not be seeing any of my screens whatsoever. I'm surprised you're not sick right now, Ricky. Um, I, I am too tired to be sick, and I don't have an empty cup. Okay. Uh, the uh, lovely spread on this game here is... Uh, <laughs> uh, see, I don't have it up on, the, on my screen because oh. I really didn't think this was one of those games I really wanted to talk about. Is Tyrod coming back in this game? Because I heard on the, he's been talked about on the, on the Dallas on the Dallas radio. So. Uh, he's he's probably going to be out another week, so they are going with okay. uh, what's his Mr. face? Mills. Yes, Mills. Mills. Miami. Are you sure? Are Miami, you sure? Miami is a six-point favorite at home. Yeah, let me double check. Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive? Yes. That Tyrod is not playing. He's not playing. Okay, well, here, ESPN, okay, they say he was, okay, that Tyrod Taylor is ready ready to return and start on Sunday, so he's been, he was at, he's been activated. Just because he's activated doesn't mean he's actually going to play. And two days, well, two days ago, yeah, ESPN released a statement that Tyrod Taylor is, quote, ready to return and take on the Dolphins, but that still doesn't, that, that doesn't, that doesn't guarantee that he's going to start. So at this at this point, I would probably say it's could it be a game time a game time decision? I I again I don't even if Tyrod play, plays I don't think they win. All right. So in your case, it doesn't it, either way it doesn't matter. The only way the only way Miami loses this game is if Tua throws another stupid interception in the fourth quarter. Or if he gets hurt. Well, even then, you still have Jacoby Brissett at backup. Uh, well, so. That's true. That's not saying much. Yeah. Okay. Well, F- fantasy pros said that he's been he was activated five five hours ago. 
So I don't know. Was he activated? Okay, so he's activated earlier this week. Was it five five hours ago? I mean, Tyler Taylor will be starting tomorrow. I still don't think he. What's, what's your what's your source play? What's your source on that playmaker? Dude, you said, I don't know. out. I got it on ESPN. Huh? I got it on ESPN and NFL. Tyrod Taylor back. Okay, uh, but John, John, it wasn't the fact that Houston didn't want him. Uh, Miami said he's our quarterback. You know, I heard that line before with the New York Giants, and then and that went down the toilet too. So who knows? Yeah, but like Ricky says, whether whether Mr. Taylor plays or not, it, there's there's no significant difference anyway. So give me the Dolphins. <laughs> I mean, as far as two goes, like like Ricky said, doesn't throw a stupid pick or doesn't get hurt. But then again, Mr. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like the Dolphins. The Dolphins have have more have more wins than the uh, Detroit Lions, so I can kind of. They say have that. the same record. Again, they have more wins than the Detroit Lions. Oh. Oh, by the way, they're surprisingly off this week. They play in Houston. The they Detroit. have the same record as the Houston Texans. Yeah, something's got to give. But they're in Miami. I don't know. I can't say I squish the fish this week. I can't say it. I can't say squish the fish this week. So you're going to say uh, beat the bull, mess with the bull? Um, uh, You can play with the bull's horns. Again, not something I really want to talk about, though. Yeah, but this game's. I mean, both teams are one and seven, but yeah, it's not. It's not squish the fish week. So I have a feeling it's going to be. So you and me, Ricky, we're both going with Miami, and I have a feeling that Mister Darnell here is going with Houston. Yep. All right. Somebody's going to win at some point, but I think it's Miami that's going to do something. All right. Last of the uh, one o'clock games. Las Vegas Raiders at MetLife Stadium, 1 o'clock. How this game is not on Channel 5 on Fox, I have no idea. Obviously, the uh, Raiders have released Mr. Ruggs III. They are now going to be one receiver short. um, Waller is on the injury report as questionable, which should make life very interesting for Derek Carr. The New York Giants do not have Saquon Barkley again. No Kenny Galladay again. Your outlook on the uh, game, gentlemen. Mm. Well, I got to ask. So the loss of uh, Ruggs, uh, how bad is that going to affect the Raiders moving forward? They can't go deep. Ruggs was their okay. number one receiver. He's their okay. leading receiver. They can't go deep. It was. And who else is there? Who, who else was there aside from Mr. Ruggs? Uh, you have uh, Hunter Renfro, uh, who will now be the leading receiver, probably. Um, I cannot remember the other receivers. A guy named Fo- Foster Moreau also. Uh, yeah, I, I really think that some points, though, I think their run game, I think Josh Jacobs is back. So yeah. that should be a plus. So I think the Raiders running. Uh, the Raiders may have to rely on the running game a little bit more now. The running game is is out there. The running game has been f- has been on point for a little while. For a little while, okay. So now they're going to have to get it straight. I mean, look, the Raiders are going to have to find a way. It's going to be difficult, but they're they're going to have to suck it up and find a way because you know the Raiders don't want to make excuses. I mean. The head coach, the, the whole drama with the head coach, and now you know with uh, Mr. Ruggs, you know, I feel like this draw, the drama is is, is terrorizing the team, and uh, I just have.
I feel like the, the Raiders, this drama is only beginning, and it's it's going to affect them to the point where they can't focus on games. I mean, I don't like, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I mean, this game, I feel, <laughs> well, I still I still feel like the Raiders. I should go with the Raiders, but you know, like Mister, uh, crit- like the critical Broncos fan said, uh, the Broncos, but with no uh, with no confidence, if that makes sense. So I, I have to agree with John. I mean, I I feel like the same way. The Raiders, but with uh, with not much confidence. I I I I'm probably gonna go this way though. That the Raiders have already dealt with enough adversity for this year. This is like another pimple on the ass of infamy. Um. Again, like they've already dealt with Gruden being uh, removed from the head coach thing. They won two games so far. They were off last week. Thank God for uh, Raiders being off last week. I, I, I think this just gives them a little bit more solidarity to play in this game. Uh, the Giants, they can't beat anybody. I'm sorry. I, I mean, yes. They had they have a win against the Saints. Uh, they surprisingly have a win against Carolina. Whoop de doo. because uh, you know Carolina's a diarrhea track down the uh, the sewer anyway. But again, like I don't I I don't really have confidence in the Giants. In the Giant in the Giants case, how many players are on IR right now? Um, I don't know. I have to call the uh, the mesh unit to find out. Yeah, I, mean, I can tell you this. It's a laundry list, obviously. And I don't know how much longer these players are going to be out. I mean, I mean, for, for Barkley, I feel like as soon as he gets back on, something's going to happen again. But, yeah, I feel like the Raiders can still win. But, you know, the Giants might fight back at some point. But at the end of the day, I'm sticking to my guns. The Raiders win. But like Mr. Critical Broncos fan said, with not with no uh, with, with a vote of no confidence. Darnell? Who's the better quarterback? Uh, Derek Carr. Derek Carr? You said John Jacob is back for the Raiders, right? Yeah. So running back goes to the Raiders. Better receiving court. That's a push at this yeah. point. That's a push. I, again, like as much as we didn't, we never want to talk about the Rugs deal. The rugs, uh, rugs being on the roster is a significant piece that now they lose because I really don't think that there's anybody on the roster or anybody in free agency wise, unless somehow it ends up happening where Odell can end up on the Raiders after the waiver wire clearance. I, I really don't think there's anybody to replace rugs on the roster. I mean, Ruggs had the potential of being the future of this team, and one mistake, guys. One mistake. Who has the better defense? I'd have to go with the Raiders. Las Vegas, obviously. You said obviously. I don't know. I like defense, so. Yeah, I think the Raiders' defense is all, uh, I would say, probably about. Twenty shades better than the Giants. But 
Don't be surprised if the Giants pulled this off, though. This was not, it was, this was not the blowout. No, it's not going to be a blowout at all. The Giants' offense, despite all the injuries, I mean, Daniel Jones every now and then does have a trick or two up his sleeve, but, you know. I don't think it's the tricks. I think the fact is, is it's going to be ball control. And Vegas is only a three-point favorite on the road, so. I mean, if, it, if this was in Las Vegas, I'd, I'd figure the, uh, the favorite would be a little bit more, but. No. No, I think that again the rugs the the rugs uh, oh, yeah. yeah departure is huge. If rugs is still on the team, it's about a six or a seven point uh, line. I, I think that's probably a lot higher. All right, that's the end of the one o'clock games. Now we get down to the nitty gritty. The L.A. Chargers, losers of two in a row, going to Philly, having some cheesesteaks on behalf of the Eagles half. This should be a, a very interesting 405 game. Hmm. Man, oh man. I do not. I refuse to believe the Chargers are going to drop three in a row. Me too. By the way, the Chargers are only a two point favorite. I refuse to believe the Chargers drop three in a row. I don't care. Mr. Playmaker. The last two games, how has Justin Herbert been overall in, in, your, in your opinion? He's been getting his ass whooped. Okay. And because of that, Justin Herbert does, is not going to want to take it anymore. So obviously, he feels like in, in this case, the Eagles will be a team to take, out, to take out that frustration on because this Eagles defense can be picked apart. The question. Question is, will the Chargers do they have a game plan? Do they are they ready to go? Like, will they be hundred percent? But I'm like you, Darnell. I refuse. I refuse to accept the fact that the Chargers are going to drop three in a row, and they were they were four and one, and now they're four and three, right? Yep. I mean, that's embarrassing to go from four and one, and now you're four and three. So, yeah. even though, like, like Ricky said, it's a two point favorite, but at the same time, you bring up the point, like, you refuse to accept that the Chargers are going to lose uh, three straight. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna take it. I guess I think the Chargers are going to find a way, but I still don't think it's. Easy on them. I mean, Philadelphia, they won last week, but who was they beat? Remind us, Ricky. By the way, the, uh, they, the Eagles beat the winless Detroit Lions, who everybody put their hopes, face, and dreams on. Whoa. Rephrase that. What do you mean, rephrase? 
Is that? Not everybody. No, yeah, it was you and me, Ricky. No, a lot of people outside of us even wanted to try. Yeah. Did, did, did say that they had it. It still wasn't everybody. Oh, one person who did. Um, you can't put Boston Scott and Sean Alexander in the same sentence because even Sean Alexander was back in the day. Um, yeah, uh, I got the Chargers. It's gonna be more than three, more than the uh, two that they're they're laying. I'm not even saying anything more than that because I can guarantee you, tell you that yes, it was a cheese puff game against the Detroit Lions for the Eagles last week, and they still gave up points in garbage time. But, yeah. And obviously, based on Donnell's refusing to accept the fact that the Chargers are going to drop three, so that it's obvious who the, who his pick is. Yes, yeah, so he's picking the uh, the, the cheesesteaks. A game that we thought was going to be good now is going to be poo poo. And no, he's playing the Chargers. I would say. <laughs> God damn you, Eric. And I mean, poo poo at four twenty-five Eastern Standard Time on Fox. The uh, Green Bay Packers at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. We were supposed to see Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Now we get to see Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Man, man, did the lines change on this game. It was actually Packers favored by seven earlier in the week. Not anymore. It is now uh, Kansas City as a uh, seven-point favorite at home. Hmm. So, that's a whole 180. Yep. Yes, sir. Devontae Adams is back for the Packers, by the way. I don't care. I'm taking Kansas City. Despite the fact that defense sucks. Ah, it's cool. Patrick Mahomes will not lose to Jordan Love. Especially in his own middle. Um, what teams have the Kansas City Chiefs lost to this year? In this game, it's not about Jordan Love. It's about the Kansas City defense. I agree with your brother. If they don't let Jordan Love do that to them. I agree with your brother. So you want me to put you down for Green Bay? Since so you agree with him? I, 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 again, Kansas City had trouble beating the Giants on Monday Night Football. Like I said, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes despite their defense sucking. Um, I, you know what? I, I, I hate to say it. I, I again, I don't. I don't have Aaron Rodgers there, but they didn't draft Jordan Love for, like, no reason. They had to have definitely seen something in Jordan Love to actually say, you know what, we can let A-Rod go, and we still have a really good quarterback back there. I'm going to take yeah. Green Bay. 
He's taking Green Bay. That's all I needed to know. I'm taking Green Bay. <laughs> and I'll take Green Bay getting the points. Well, there's one thing about this. We're, we'll see. The question is, can Packers head coach Matt LaFleur win without Aaron Rodgers? I say he can. I say he can. Now, Darnell brings up a good point to where Patrick Mahomes obviously is going to refuse to lose to Jordan Love. Now, you brought up a good point too, Ricky, because of how bad the Chiefs' defense is. Defense is pretty bad. And Devontae Adams is back. So now the question is, can Jordan Love be able to connect with Mr. Devontae Adams? And the other receiver too, the other receiver too uh, what's his name? Uh, Lazarian or something like that? Lazar. Uh, Lazar? Yeah. Is, is he uh, any word on him coming back? Uh, I believe he is questionable for the game. Okay. This game is Chiefs at home. Now, this one really has my head spinning big time. This one's fr- frustrating. I also I have to put money in Aaron Jones. <sighs> yeah, I have to. I feel like the Packers are going to f- find a way to pull it off. I really see this is probably the demise of the Chiefs at this point. That's the way I look at it. But this was slated as Game of the Week. Now it is Game of the uh, Diarrhea Bowl. It's still Game of the Week. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that Game of the Week kind of uh, gets thrown by the wayside. This possibly could be Game of the Week, though. Arizona Cardinals coming off of their first loss ever for the to who? 21. To who? To the Green Bay Packers. Without who? <laughs> Without Aaron Rodgers now. Um, obviously, J.J. Watt done for the season. This game is in San Francisco for 25 Eastern Standard Time on Fox. You is, know what? Is Kyler you know Murray what? healed is the question. Uh- One, I don't think that matters now. Because San Francisco got their target back. Damn it. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. Nah. San Fran. San Fran. I'm sorry. San Fran is a three point favorite at home. Nagby and Kittle back now? Yeah. The, mm. the Bear Man's gears are turning over there. No. Oh yeah, that George. Yeah, you think because George Kidd, you didn't know George Kidd was back, did you? I mean, I figured it was. It's definitely going to help the Forty ers but and the Cardinals are coming off and it was embarrassing for them, obviously. And Darnell, that picture you showed me, I still look at it and I and I'm still laughing because I feel like it's one of those little stress relievers. Oh, I like boy. the other one better that AJ Regreen announced announced his retirement during the route. No, I don't like that one. I think it's pretty funny. No, not funny than the other one. By the way, a little bit of a... Uh, because you have done that to people, you know it. Murray is out and I'm calling it? Wait, is is Murray not playing tomorrow? 
I think it's a King Kong too. Oh shit. It's in San Fran too, so. Yep, according to Fox News, it's a game time decision. But what's the injury again? Ankle. Okay, so if he has an ankle injury, you know what that's gonna that, that can prevent him from doing, right? Running. Yeah. Well, also depending on which ankle it is, is where, he, where he's gonna plant. He's Play this foot. Still a bad ankle, you know, for a quarterback that's mobile like him. That can, that's a dual threat mobile that can run and throw. A bad ankle is gonna is gonna get you. But San Fran is not as beat up as they would. Okay, they are healthy. Okay, that's why I'm going with San Francisco. Let's go. Oh, do I do I? Re- Really have faith in the 49ers. I don't know. I don't, I don't have. Yeah, he's a game type decision. It, uh, uh, uh. See, that's the problem. We don't know if he's going to play or not. You know, you, you, you can't make the decision. You feel like more like at this point, like, uh, he's probably. This, what, this is like what happened to Ricky last week. This is what happened to Ricky last week when we talked about the Vikings and the, and the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and somehow I, I, I did not have a hard time on that one, too. Because I still felt they would win regardless, but this situation is much different. Mike. No, you didn't have a hard time. You just wanted, you just wanted to belabor. Um, I, I, I do, and we and we get we force you to, to get right to the point. To, I, to I do, deliver. I do have a question for both of you guys because I am currently watching the game. Is it an upset if an unranked team beats a ranked team? Depends on who. Is, depends on who. Because nowadays these these unranked teams I be be the favorite over the ranked team. Uh, it is number twenty three Fresno State versus Boise. Nope. No. No. Nope. We talked about we talked about that game too, didn't we? We did. Yes, Boise State is up ten nothing. By the way. No. This is why. See, this is why I do what I do for college football. You know, we what? know who Boise is. I am going to regretfully pick the 49ers. Well, you know who's also a game time decision, folks? Who? Mr. DeAndre Hopkins, according to what I'm reading. He always be a game time decision. I'm gonna regretfully he forever is, is he forever the game time decision. No. Oh. Yeah, I feel like I feel like, yeah, you know, I'm like I'm I'm with you, Ricky. Regretfully picking San Francisco. Because I, because I I, I, I will say this, I, I have a feeling that Kyler's going to end up playing. Kyler's going to end up for throwing for like three and a quarter, with two touchdowns. He's going to rush for like sixty yards, and the Cardinals are going to end up smoking the 49ers. regardless. Of- Whether George Kittle oh, talking about. You say smoking. That's a. That's a big difference, dude. I'm telling you. You said they're going to smoke. You 
No, I think Arizona thing. If you believe Arizona's going to that's why I said that's why I said regretfully I'm picking the 49ers. But you just said Arizona's going to smoke them. So why would you? Yeah, because now you know what? Like if everybody keeps telling me that Kyler Murray may not play, they may pull the DAC deal. Who's Arizona's backup, by the way? Does anybody know? Cole McCoy. Yeah, I'll pick is it forty nine? Is it is it Cole McCoy? Pick it forty nine. Pretty sure it's Cole McCoy. Pick it forty nine. Cole McCoy. Cole McCoy has no shot against the the forty nine ers defense. I'm still picking a forty. I don't care who that quarterback. I'm picking the forty ers at home. With a healthy team for once. Uh, Garoppolo is a turnover machine. All right, Darnell. The spotlight is now on you. Tennessee at at the Rams. Sunday night football. I will be glad to be sitting there with my popcorn and my pretzels watching the game. It's a shame, man. And he also very great running back for this game. By the way, the Rams are a seven-point favorite at home. Yeah. Only seven, because yeah. they haven't covered the last three double-digit fucking spreads, you cocksuckers. And yet, I'm the one who told you don't even worry about all that. Yeah, well, if you don't cover, I don't make any money. But you don't listen to me, so you... I never listen to you anyway. It, that shit, bro. I got a t-shirt for that, too. I know. <laughs> but you don't want to complain about money. Yeah, well. No king hearing. This is a disappointment. This is a shame. That was the marquee match of King Henry versus Aaron Donald. Ram- now- Ram said it'll be close is what we got in the chat. Hmm? Rams and it'll be close was what's saying being said in the chat. Why you want to who said that? First of all, fair minute. Is it still a game time decision? Let me look. Well, we do know that there's no AP. So what are you so- McNichols is the starting running back. Yep. No, well, uh, Times Wire yesterday says that Julio Jones says he's quote good to go for Week Nine, but that still that could still mean he's a game time decision. So, so most likely we're gonna see Julio. So now we have to choose: who does Jalen Ramsey cover? Do we cover Julio or do we cover Jay Brown? That's gonna be interesting now that gives for example the target, which he would need for this game. Because Ricky, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's all hands on deck for Tennessee at this point. Uh I think it's gonna be more than that. I think they got it. I with with King Henry going down, their hopes and dreams went down the toilet. They they'll they'll be lucky to possibly win the division, but probably maybe a one and done in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, that's the way I possibly could see it, but. <sighs> I, who did who did the Rams just trade for on Monday? Vaughn Miller. All right, so Vaughn Miller, right? Mm-hmm. 
whose year has been declining as the week has been going by? Well, because when you went Denver, you had to face at Denver, which means everybody knows who you are. AP's on the practice squad. He's not on the active 53-man roster. So now you have Ron Miller teaming up with Aaron Donald and Leonard Ford on the D-line, correct? I I don't I this is the way I see Von Miller right now. Von Miller has lost a step. You this said is, Von Miller which is This is Von Miller's way of getting a second ring. I don't believe he is as good as as he used to be. He's on the down line of his career. But he's with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd. Again, I don't see him as effective. You finna put Von Miller on one-on-one matchups. Because you're not finna put Aaron Donald on one-on-one. You know that's suicide for your quarterback. I think it's suicide for anybody that got there before he was there. The problem is, this is, this is the problem with the Rams defense. Their godsend, their creator... Is in Sandy is in is in L.A. with the Chargers, not with the Rams. If you have not seen that that defense has dropped dramatically since that D.C. has left, then there's a problem. You can add as much talent as you want, A.K.A. that fucking Eagles team that they had a freaking Pro Bowler at every position and they went eight and eight. You can add as many freaking Pro Bowlers as you want. If you don't have the proper schemes, that ain't going to run for shit. You ain't been paying attention to the Rams. That Rams defense has not been anything cool. You haven't been. I didn't say that. I said you haven't been paying attention to the Rams. You see the Rankings. I don't care about the rankings. Because you're going to throw rankings out. Guess who's number one in quarterback pressures? That would be the Los Angeles Rams. Guess who's number one in quarterback sacks? That would be the Los Angeles Rams. And you just added Von Miller to that D line, too? I, I still, I, again, Von Miller is not as effective as. as he used to be. Oh, not Even away. a follow, a, a, a fellow fan. Of the Broncos over here is saying that Miller has not only been injury prone the last few years, but he's not the same guy from three years ago. So why y'all? What are you so really why, adding? What are you really why, adding there? Why are y'all still looking for the man to still be this high power Super Bowl? MVP? He don't have to be, be that with the Rams. He doesn't even play every down with the Rams. He only have to even play every quarter with the Rams. The Rams are number one in quarterback person number one says before he got there. Yeah, but what does it say for the secondary then? The secondary finna be some ball holes. Top three in turnover differential. Top ten in turnovers. Do you want to throw stats? I did my stats for the Ramblin' Talk on Thursday. Trust me. 
He did. And Playmaker, my mind was made up a long time ago. But as far as Von Miller goes, I think he's in the final year of that contract he signed, I think, right after they won the Super Bowl. Am I right? Yes. Do you believe that after this season, the Rams are going to resign Mr. Miller or is he going to retire? We shall see how this season finishes. I think he's done. I think, I mean, I'll be honest. Obviously, Von Miller is is still out there. I mean, as far as his prime goes, it's hard to tell. I mean, some say he's just he's right there at the tip, like of getting out, or some say he's already passed it. I still think he could still play maybe for another year or two. But as far as him being a full time starter, yeah, he's way past that. But if the Rams do decide to resign him, it's Obviously, not going to be a major blockbuster deal. I, I think probably at the very most, Von Miller can probably play another two, three years. If at this point, you know, if he's willing to accept that, you know, he's going to have to be in as a backup. Like he, he, I mean, he might start a couple of games. I mean, if the Rams are already up, if everything has clinched, maybe you can probably put him in. But I would say at this point, he's more like a res, like in the reserve, like backup. He, he's kind of like j- just added added to the strength. But I still think Von Miller can make a difference. But Okay, this, we'll is, this is the comparison that I'll leave for you. I'm obviously picking the Rams in this game. That's the fun thing. We didn't even get to the offense. But the, here's, here's my comparison of Von Miller right now. Von Miller is years removed the same way Clay Matthews was. Was on the top of his game. It took one injury. His career went downhill. He's another one that signed with the L.A. Rams, did jack shit, Ended up getting released and never signed with another NFL team after that. Keep that in mind. Not saying that Clay Matthews and Von Miller are anywhere close in skill level, but the fail comparison is there. They Clay Matthews had a great goddamn career, signed with the Rams, went nowhere after that. Von Miller is in the exact same boat. He's a player on the downcline of his career. If they don't get any production out of Von Miller, sayonara, sucker. I can guarantee you he'll tell you that. What was the injury he had last that last year that caused him to miss the entire he season? He blew out his ACL. No, no, that was in 2014. No, I think it was an ankle injury that was no, last year. last year it was Von Miller blowing out his ACL in fucking training camp. And he oh, was, was done okay. for the year. Okay, so that's two twenty sales because he had a twenty ACL in twenty fourteen. Yep. Well, was it twenty fourteen? Was it two thousand? Well, it was actually in two thousand thirteen. But at one point, Von Miller had four. I believe, it, if the numbers were correct, the he was high on QB pressures and had four sacks throughout the first four weeks of the year. After that, he's got one and a half sacks, and he hasn't pressured the quarterback very much at all. Because he ain't playing the last three games. So, I, I again, I don't have faith in Von Miller anymore. That ship has sailed. The reason why you don't have faith in Von Miller is because you want everybody to still be who they are. Again, some people, again, like I think he should have hung it up after last year. I really do. I mean, I, I, pass rushers at the age of 36, 37, 38. Okay, he's not that old. He's 32. Even You know what? Even 32. How many guys are really going to go past 32? Okay, I mean, that's a There's point, not but. very – listen, linebackers and running backs are almost in the same class for longevity. Once you hit those early 30s, 
the line starts coming down. You're not going to have the same production once you get to 32, 33, 35, 36. And you keep missing the point. He doesn't have to be the same production. Yeah. But at this point, yeah, quarterback, I, quarterbacks are already scared because they don't know who they're going to get. Is it Von Miller? Is it Lynn Fall? He's an Aaron Donald. Yeah. But at this point, I got the Rams. But as far as Von Miller's production this season, what? Well, if he does a decent season, I think the Rams give him a one-year deal. I mean, a one-year deal is reasonable because the injury history and because, you know, how badly beaten, you know, all, all the shit, you know, the body takes, you know, especially like for a linebacker, like Ricky said, we'll just have to wait and see. But I think at the very least, he's going to do well with the Rams. He'll probably sign a one-year deal. And if, if he does next year, he gets hurt, misses the entire season, then, you know, Ricky's, <laughs> Ricky will be here and say, I told you so. Again, right, I, I'm not the only I'm not the only one that's agreeing in this conversation. John said that they should have cut him after 2020. They had an option to let him go, and they screwed themselves in the balloon knot by keeping him. I'm not the only even a Broncos fan saying that Von Miller is like expired milk and should have been thrown out in the garbage three weeks ago. Oh, and I hope you eat your damn murder because you don't know what y'all just did. Y'all really don't know what y'all just did. Y'all sent Von Miller to the L.A. Rams out of all teams. Let me, let, let me wait. Hold on. Before we go any further with this, okay? How many weeks are left of the season? Oh, the, Rams, the Rams didn't have their bye week, correct? No, we did not have our bye week. Okay. So how many games are there left for the Rams right now? Oh, yeah. This weekend, next week, then we go on the bye week. We had San Fran on Monday night. Okay. So you have eight games left for the year, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Just, just, just pulling the shit, pulling the pod. What do you think Von Miller's numbers are going to be for the rest of the season? Not including the three and a half sacks that he's got this year and the 16 QB pressures or whatever. You give me a guesstimate of what Von Miller's numbers are going to be, even though he's teaming up with with Aaron Donald and and the other crew on the the Rams. Give me just a roundabout numbers. Four, four sacks. Four sacks in eight games. You know why? Because Leonard Ford finna rack up even more. Well, keep in mind, Darnell, is this assuming that uh, that he that he doesn't start any games this season? Y'all looking at start. He's not going to play a lot of – he don't need to be like – they put him in special situ- situations. Okay? See, that's what I'm saying. At this point in his career, like, he, he's no longer – It's a, he can't start anymore because of, you know, his age and like that. But he can still do effectively. But, of course, I know the Rams are going to – the Rams obviously – they know about the injury history. They know again, you know, the toll that's taken on his body. They're going to put it to you like this: precaution with him, and they have, and they should be. Who's the number one player on defense? You got to focus on first. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. The second person would be Jalen Ramsey, right? Sure. And then you get to Leonard Floyd, right? That's third. Yeah. Von Miller's going to take that third spot, and Leonard Floyd's going to go to the fourth spot. So, what you think Leonard Floyd's going to do now? I mean, either way, the Rams defense and Leonard Floyd is already leading the team in sacks by himself already. Yeah, that number's going to skyrocket for Leonard Floyd. Aaron Donald's still getting double teamed and triple teamed. He already he still got five sacks right now. Come on, man. Vomit is not vomit of a MVP. Vomit, okay? He don't has to be. Yeah, ex- Darnell. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm, I'm not turning Von Miller down. I'm just saying at this point of his career, you know, he can still play. But at the same time, I understand he's not the. He's not as. He's not what he was. But you know, that's because he's aged. And because, like you said, the linebacker position, these players. I mean, it's not. It's not often that linebackers have have long careers after they after they they hit the age of thirty. 
And like I say, and then we didn't even get to the offensive side. <laughs> the second best offense in the league. I wouldn't worry Again. about the offensive side. It's the defense that I'm worried about. Oh, you need to be worried about neither. Defense wants championships, right? What's yep. Tennessee lost there here? You just said it. They season's done. That's why I picked the Rams already. Yeah, me too. Hey, Robert. Hey, and uh, Robert Woods. Uh, you better give me some fantasy points this time. It don't matter because guess what? Ain't nobody ain't stopping Cooper Cup. I mean, they know he getting the ball, and they still can't stop that. I try to. That's why I kept telling y'all. And the Rams defense is, is. I'm starting it over the Titans. Our receiving core. It's all the same. They all run the same routes perfectly, and they always open. It's like, what well, damn? Pick your poison. Who are you going to take away? Okay, final shot, and then I can finally go eat for dinner because um, that's been waiting for a while. Chicago Bears at Schittsburg. I mean, Pittsburgh. I mean, Heinz <laughs> Field. I mean, the land of the uh, squishy tomato. The steel. Yes. The steel city. The steel the city. The steel igloos because they have penguins. With a yellow bridge. With a pirates, with pirates, but they have a but they have no pirate ship. All right, the uh, line for the game on uh, Monday Night Football, eight fifteen p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ESPN. The line is Pittsburgh as a seven point favorite at home. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> Sorry, I'm guessing. I'm guessing Bear Man's picking Pittsburgh with his Kurt Angle reference. Hmm. I mean, okay. Is it a yes or a no? I no. Have a, I have a reference for both teams. I don't care less. You no, suck. Please, please tell me, Ricky. You suck. <laughs> you suck. You suck. You okay. suck. Okay. Okay. That's the now reference for both of them. Okay. Okay. No, it's Let's not have... because of Kurt Angle. Oh, right, 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 you should know right. better than that. You know me right, better right, than right. that, Playmaker. Yes? Last time I called, I think Pittsburgh still left that division. What? Yes, I believe they are still alive for uh, something in that division. Oh, hey, Darnell, you cut out, buddy. Oh, Pittsburgh is third in the AFC North, but it's okay. No, it's not because of Kurt Angle. I mean, yeah, you think of the city of Pittsburgh, the hometown, one of the biggest hometown heroes is obviously Mr. Kurt Angle, who won a gold medal for his country with a broken freaking neck. No, it's because Chicago. The I mean, the whole quarterback situation with involving Mister uh, Mister Fields. Okay, and, and I'm not going to repeat everything that, that Ricky has had to repeat because people just don't get it. Okay? Oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Quarterback? There's no quarterback situation. Justin Fields played a great game against San Francisco. He yeah. lost. Okay, it's not his fault. Okay, I'm not saying whether it's his fault. But guess what, though? He's playing Pittsburgh. Yeah, so it's going to be difficult for him to avoid the wrath of uh, Mr. T.J. Watt. It happens. This is what happens when you're Ricky and you're the starting quarterback. Who's this is what Ricky sitting on the bench. I agree with you, but you both know when you, you said it yourself. When you're Ricky and you started, you're gonna have you're gonna have these bruises and bruises. Guess what? Here yeah. comes T.J. Watt now. I mean, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that you know Mr. Fields is gonna be so horrible, but you know in the environment of Pittsburgh, I mean, hey, if if if, if he has a good game, dude, I will come on this show and I will praise him. I'll you know I'll tell it like it is, but I just feel like this one, he, I just feel like you just can't go against Pittsburgh. Hey, you didn't praise him last week. He had a good game. I mean, well, the the, the, the only difference between the records of these two teams is a one game difference. Chicago is three and five, and Pittsburgh is four and three. Um, without going any further, this is my pick. It's uh, I'm picking uh, Schittsburg, and I'm taking the Bears with the points. 
I don't have to say anything else. Simple. Everybody, simple everybody's on the steel, the steel curtain. Well, check out the words of, of the critical Broncos fan. Fields will be more pressured than a crock pot. Um, okay, and and he does bring up a good point. Fields did play better because uh, Nagy uh, was not there. Nagy won't call the plays anyway. Yeah, that is true. I, don't know, I, I, I again, the only the only issue that I have with this now is uh, is Big Ben, and uh, if Ben doesn't perform well, and that running game is not as effective as it has been the last few weeks. The Schittsburg Steelers will be in trouble. But, uh, I, again, I I don't have any faith in the Bears. I mean, okay. Fields could basically – Fields could be uh, valiant and, um, say, resilient, but part of it just feels like you just can't go against, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean – in Fields' case, if he puts up a, a respectable performance, I mean that's good. But you know, like, you know, he's a rookie, so can't really can't throw him under the bus for being a rookie. I mean, <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger was once a rookie. Mister Thomas Edward Brady was once a rookie. Uh yes, but Thomas Edward Brady didn't play his first year. He sat on the bench like a smart little bastard. Well, that's when Drew Bledsoe. That's when they still believed in Drew Bledsoe. Only one person that I could say and love that the. Uh, they started off well in their career because they were starting was a, uh, a a big foreheaded guy. You know, his name was Peyton Manning. And that's what I got to say about that. So I guess we're all going Pittsburgh. Yep, I'm going Schittsburg. Land of the ketchup. All right. So that's about what does it for uh, today's episode of Arch Rivals Football. Um, I'm going to go eat, and then I'm going to nap, and then I'm going to get back to work. Any final words, D? Besides me being out here in, uh, sun, in sunny South Florida. Yeah. Acting a fool. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, I enjoy tomorrow. I'm going to enjoy it with the family. We can be watching a lot of football tomorrow. So that's it. Bro, you want to say anything to the people? He said go Ravens. Okay. Raiders or Raiders or Ravens? Wait, did he say go Raiders or go Ravens? Ravens. Okay. Uh, well, you know, just going to enjoy the day. Get up early and watch some football. It's a noon game. Don't forget, don't forget, the clocks change tonight. Unless you're in Mountain Standard Time, all the clocks change. No, mine's tomorrow. So, well, well, it tech, happens, yeah, it's tomorrow at 2 a.m. At 2 so, yeah, don't forget, yeah, yeah. if you don't change your clocks, you're going to get up late. You'll probably miss the one o'clock game, or, you know, you'll think it's one o'clock and it'll be two o'clock. Well, the so, only clock uh, I have is my phone, so uh, my phone's going to take care of that on its own. And the cable boxes should do that themselves. Mm-hmm. So and my uh, computer and my computer will. Yes. So don't forget that there is a time change tonight. It's gonna do uh, it in my car, but I'm probably gonna ignore it for like several months. I think we all do that. Yeah, I just disconnect the battery and then reconnect it. Okay. So that's it for tonight's show. Thanks to everybody that tuned in. I know there was a whole bunch of people that followed the page and liked the video afterwards, including M Light ninety four point five FM. Uh, liking the uh, show out of the internet radio directory. 
and a whole bunch of other pages and yeah, it was pretty cool. Whole bunch of people. Wednesday, six thirty. And arch rivals. We have uh, arch rivals on Tuesday at eight. We have pipe bomb radio at four on Wednesday, and then uh, pain train pipe bomb should be back on Thursday. So. Hey, bear man, check this out. Somebody from the unbeaten got knocked off today. Hmm. So college, so the college poll is gonna change. Because oh. one of the unbeaten got knocked off. Oh, boy. So, 4-4, four four, uh, Boise State is now up 13-0 on 7-2 Fresno. That should be good. All right. Till then, catch you guys later. <laughs>